Over the last two decades, I've been in an insatiable quest to learn everything I can about leadership. What makes the best leaders so good? After running companies small and large over the last 20 years, today, I speak on stages all across the world to audiences who are interested in that same question. My name's John Laredo. I'm your host, and I invite you to join me on this journey as we explore this very topic and what makes the best leader so good. Welcome to Tomorrow's Leader. All right, welcome to today's episode of Tomorrow's Leader, where we dive deep on all things leader-related, related to leading yourself and leading others. I'm John Lombardo, your host. Good to see you again. Good to uh, be talking to you again. Good to share this evening with you again. Um, and again, I'm filming tonight at somewhere around 1230 at night. Again, this is my thing now. I do this now every so often. Uh, so, okay, we're going to continue on the theme. I'm going to tell you some stories. I'm going to give you some examples of stuff that just happens in day-to-day life. And what is the leadership lesson in this? Now, these stories come to you from Maui. I still have a few left to go, a couple of leadership lessons. I want to share a couple of other things. This happens to be something I saw a business do that I thought was uh, excellent. And I'm going to give you a couple of different examples because there were a few different businesses that I thought really just hit the mark and did really, really well, unique things uh, that really set them apart. So the first thing I want to share with you. So for those of you who know Maui, there's a little town called Lahaina on the west coast of uh, Maui and uh, Lahaina, 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 Lahaina. And uh, it's just really awesome on the water. I mean, just beautiful, great little shops, restaurants, all this kind of stuff. And um it's interesting because at night, you know, there's a lot going on there. It's actually pretty, you know, pretty lively. There's a lot of live music and everything like that. And when I think of live music, I think of like, okay, if I wanted to go see live music, I would think about, okay, sometimes in happy hours, sometimes during dinner, sometimes late night at some places. And sure enough, at most of these places, literally most of the places had live music going on, which I always think is, a, if you can do it as a business owner, as a restaurant or bar, do it. Even other businesses, because that draws people in. If you can get the right person that plays, I mean, wow, just adds to the right ambiance and environment and everything. And, uh, and usually is a moneymaker for you. But what I don't think about is going to see live music at 7.30 or 8 in the morning. I don't think I've ever heard of live music during breakfast. But there's this one place there called Down the Hatch, that's in this, it's an open air restaurant. So it's in the middle of this like huge outdoor kind of two level, you know, not a mall, but just, you know, this shopping area. And it's right in the center. There is this restaurant called down the hatch and it opens, I think it's seven 30 in the morning and there is a line and it seems like, okay, on vacation, why are you getting up at 7.30 in the morning? Well, I'm getting up at 3.30 in the morning because I'm on East Coast time. It's six hours behind uh, and you just don't adapt. So, you know, 7.30 in the morning, you're starving. You're waiting in line for those restaurants to open. So uh, this restaurant opens, opens up at 7.30 and uh, we went there, I think, two or three times and they had the best live music. I mean, like, the two or three times we were there, they had, they had, I, at least I can remember of those times, two of the best performers I had seen in a long time. 
Uh, one was like kind of a blues guy who was phenomenal, like high energy. I mean, in the morning and it, you would think, okay, you don't really want that in the morning. It was awesome. It wasn't like in your face. He was fantastic. And then there's another guy strumming a guitar, great voice, great tunes, great, you know, funny guy. I mean, it was just like awesome. And I found that we were looking forward I think we, we went there at least three times. Uh, we we're looking forward to going back there again. I would probably would have gone there four or five or six times. Um, and it was just because of the uniqueness. The food was great. Uh, they had, you know, it was outdoors. So it was really nice. Early in the morning, perfect temperature. Uh, you get your, you know, Bloody Mary or, um, or uh, what do you call it? Screwdriver or whatever. We had this tropical drink, whatever. It was fun. You know, it was great, great coffee. Awesome. And then you've got this live music. So I'm thinking there, and this guy is raking up tips. I mean, people are throwing money at him. Uh, the, the restaurant probably pays him. I, I really don't know. So if you're a restaurateur and you want to text me or email me, let me know. I'd be interested to know what you pay a live singer. But for, for breakfast, I don't know. He play, played for two hours. I'm going to say maybe 200 bucks. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe Maybe that's way off. So it wasn't a huge expense. Maybe it was more, but I don't think it was a huge expense. The bottom line is this place was rocking. It was packed. And there was a line from the moment that we got there, which was probably seven. And we were early in the line, but the line was huge by the time they opened it up. And there was a steady line through the whole morning at eight, at nine, at 10, at 1030. There was still a line of people coming in. It was crazy. So was that a worthwhile investment? Of course. Was that the reason everybody was there? You know, probably not the only reason, but it was a contributor. So I think about, you know, how many restaurants are thinking about how they can be so unique and different. I think, again, that's just one of these examples of things. I don't know. I don't think a lot of restaurants or breakfast places would think of having live music. I don't know. I, again, I've, been alive for 51 years. I've never seen one other than this. That was the first time I saw it. And it was a great idea. And I'm, they do it every single day during the week and the weekends, every single day, that's their business model now. And it's obviously a really, really profitable one. And people know they can go there and they probably come from a far way to go enjoy live music while they're eating great food outdoors. Awesome. So congrats to down the hatch in Lahaina for all your success for bringing a great experience to Nick, Sky, and myself and helping us enjoy even more great vacation. Uh, and uh, kudos to you for just thinking outside the box. Obviously, it's paying off. So uh, that's what leadership is all about, thinking differently, breaking the mold, doing things differently. That's not crazy. I'm not talking about anything totally off the wall, but it's different, right? It's just thinking different. So I challenge you as a leader Think about your business in a way, what's one thing you can do that none of your other competitors are doing? Honestly, think about that for a minute. What's one thing you can do? I don't care if you're in technology, if you're in financial services, if you're in healthcare, if you're in entertainment, if you're in uh, academics, if you're in athletics, whatever. What's one thing that you can do that your competitors, none of your competitors do and try it. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But if it does work, it could work in a really, really big way. So think about that. Start with the things that nobody else is doing. If you're leading, if you're leading a team, a sports team, 
what's one thing in practice? You know, you probably build your practices around things you've seen, drills that you've seen everybody do. Why not do something totally different? Reinvent what a practice looks like. Maybe just try it. Just see, see how it works. You know, just change it up. We just had, I, I'm, I'm captain of our kickball team. Yeah, kickball. I'm captain. That's right. Uh, yeah, for real. <laughs> we play, we play kickball. It's a blast. Honestly, if you're not on an adult kickball league, I highly recommend it. Uh, so, you know, listen, we were losing, we had a losing streak going on and, uh, I'm like, all right, we got to just totally switch this around. Like totally, let's just go with an entirely different lineup, an entirely different formula, mix people around, play differently, play different positions. Let's literally scrap our game plan, start over, do something totally different. And you know what? It worked. We won. I mean, sometimes you just have to just redesign the whole game plan, do something totally different that you haven't done before. Okay. This restaurant, again, doing something small, it's not that complicated, but it was different enough. It attracted attention that other competitors were not. And now they're making a gazillion bucks. I don't know how much they're making, but probably somewhere close to gazillion, maybe whatever, a thousand, whatever. They're making a lot of money. So, all right. Uh, take that, do something with it. Let me know what you're doing with it. Okay. My job is to give you ideas, thoughts, get the wheels turning. Your job is to do something with it. Uh, as always, I appreciate you listening, like subscribe, share this, give me ideas on future guests and content, uh, and go down below, give a five-star review and we'll see you next time. Thanks. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of tomorrow's leader for suggestions or inquiries about having me at your next event or personal coaching, reach me at John at Lorito group.com. Once again, that's J O H N at L A U R I T O G R O U P dot com. Thanks. Lead on.